Hey now, what's up, Chris? What's up, Scott? How are you? I'm good. Now, welcome to everybody listening. This is uh, Battlecast number 12. We're eventually going to just lose track, and we're just going to call it Battlecast and give it a title. So this title, we'll call this one, um, let's see, we'll make it up real quick. Um, Putters made of war trophies, which are amazing. Um, uh, we lost some more great ones in New York PD. Um, some great bills that are getting signed in yeah, in New Hampshire. Good so, so, uh, so we'll start off right now. This uh, podcast brought to you by DCU, Digital Credit Union. Uh, you can find them at dcu.org. This uh, partners. We're very proud to have them. They do great things for the community. You can, once again, find them at www.dcu.org for your local branch. So, DCU, thank you uh, for partnering uh, with our organization mm-hmm. and our podcast. And like we always start off, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Or you can always text TALK, HELP, BLUE, blue really text anything to 741741. Mm-hmm. Or Chris's favorite three numbers. 911. Yeah. Mine is would be um, combo number five with pork fried rice. That's my favorite number. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so wh- why don't we start off with, uh, so obviously we, we are recording in the Battle Bunker, which is located in New Hampshire. And I just want to say, we, we talked about this, I believe, last podcast. We actually met Governor Chris Sununu, who's a great guy. Yes, we'll up get at down uh, Swim with the Mission. Yeah, so, so we actually... Uh, we met him. You know, some politicians just they just blow smoke at you. They they nod their head. Oh, I'm doing great things for you, and you know, and it's all lip service. They're not really doing what they should be. But not our buddy Chris. What did Chris and Una do? Uh, so Chris ended up at the Manchester. It was the Manchester, New Hampshire uh, fire station. Fire yeah. station, and he signed in a law covering PTSD for first responders. Yep. So what this law does is it actually. It makes post-traumatic stress a workman's comp issue. So now he's trying to break that stigmatism. So now what he did is he signed it into law that all first responders, which are firemen, policemen, and emergency medical technicians, it's now treated as on-the-job injury. And he actually lumped it into another great bill, which Massachusetts had for a while, was the cancer bill for firemen, which if anybody remembers... um, I think we believe we talked about it. There was oh, we didn't talk about it. Mike got cut, but um, Boston Fire Department is having a huge issue, like the whole station house of guys are getting cancer. So Massachusetts had signed that in. It's part of the heart and lung bill. Uh, it falls under with cancer, and they expanded on that because before it was just heart and lung. Now it's esophagus. Now it's pancreas. It's like all that. So New Hampshire's jumped on board. They've developed that cancer uh, cancer bill also. But Chris Nuno hit it out of the park with this one by lumping in the post-traumatic stress for as workman's comp. And I think that's absolutely great. Absolutely. I, we, we've been talking about this since day one, that it should be a line-of-duty injury, you know. Yeah. And actually, I think I, you or I actually refer to it as uh, PTSI, post-traumatic stress injury, before. Yes. So, I, don't know, yeah. I think we both did at one point. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, abs- this is absolutely great. And I, we could actually do a whole podcast talking about how wonderful this is. But, you know, you're like, oh. Yeah, again, and we're trying to keep the gloom and doom down. I mean, this is obviously where we try to deter suicide. Um, we talk about the post-traumatic stress, but um, you know, we we want to do we want to keep it positive. I know that you know driving to work for some people is a miserable experience, just going to their miserable job that, that you know they're doing 
and then sitting in miserable traffic because nobody nobody says i can't wait for traffic you know so we're going to try to make it so that you can actually you know enjoy a little bit of your commute you know yeah so i just want to give one quote that uh Governor Sununu from New Hampshire uh, said in a press conference, mentioned uh, so many folks put their hearts and lives on the line for us every day. We have to be there for them. Signing that, he gets that. And you can love it. Even with the conversation that we had with him uh, at Swim with the Mission, it was genuine. The guy, like, was compassionate about it. Yeah. And you could tell that it was something that he. Either I don't know if it hit home for him for something, or if maybe he lost uh, somebody close to him as well. But I mean, he's clearly making uh, steps forward here, and it just shows once again with the him signing the bill. It, yeah, it just shows that you know he wasn't blowing smoke up our ass. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, milestone! Mark your calendars, kids. Chris was the one who swore this time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, see, Chris has got to go through remedial training like me. Um, I've actually been really good. I think it's been like eight podcasts. Oh, you should see his face. He look, he's wow. all, he's glowing. I can't believe that. <laughs> oh, the tides have turned. Oh, my God, I'm hmm. so happy. Must be either lack of sleep or the 5,000 oh other things God, that are going on. Who knows? Oh, I just, I, you know what? I want to get up and do the happy dance, but if I do, I'll probably trip and smack <laughs> my ankle in half. But... And then you'll start swearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so... Chris, I want to hug you. <laughs> For all our fans out there, my, I'm serious. I'm going to run upstairs and put it on the calendar. I have a calendar that when I'm right and my wife admits when I'm right, I actually write it down on the calendar like Scott was right. And then I write, you know, in little parentheses, like what I was right about. Um, so it, it's it's like a holiday. So um, so let's, let's bring it back down to um, seriousness. So, um, oh, so in here's a fun fact for you. Sure. So that bill that was just signed in with uh, Governor Sununu mm-hmm. is on, one of only six states. <gasps> Who are the other states, does it say? Well, Vermont is one. Yeah. Uh, so Vermont, everybody wants to hug each other, so I can see that. You know what? And and I pick on Vermont off the podcast because just we have different views, and it's all right to pick on people if they have different views, supposedly. Not bullying, just, you know, it's fun. Like the, with the Army, picks on the Marines. Marines pick on Navy. You know, see, so it's it's kind of a fun thing. But I think that that's great. Good for you, Vermont. So it's coming from the information from the National Council of Compassion Insurance. Mm. Oh, they spelled that wrong. I think it's supposed to be compensation. <laughs> they wrote compassion? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's, it, it, you have to have compassion, I guess, right? So maybe it was one of those made-up words like chillax. Yeah. You know, we're just trying to we're trying to keep that positive. We're just kind of, you know, make everybody. Here I am. I'm trying to pick up a pen cap with my sock. Good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, keep swearing, buddy. Keep swearing. Oh well, according to this, it has a few more listed. I'll uh, I'll get the states and I'll I'll report back in. Okay, so we want to talk about the serious aspect of this. So, um, in the last two months, um, five New York police officers have taken their lives by suicide. Um. So it's it's escalating, obviously, to the point that New York has a problem with the leadership. And I'm not talking about in the police department itself. I'm talking about, well, de Blasio. What's happening there is they're actually they're dealing with a lot of their, their suicides. And five suicides in two months for one department is huge. And, and not to say that this is a really big department, but still it's huge. One is huge, uh, a huge loss to the, you know, to the department. Since June 5th, the suicide of Deputy Chief Stephen Silks, we've talked about him. And then the next day... Detective Joseph Calabrese, then June 14th, 29-year-old Michael Caddy, 
from Staten Island, 27th, Officer Kevin Priestess from Long Island, and then recently they've had another one. So what, what's happened is the commissioner's actually reached out, and he says, um, you know, to have two people kill themselves with 10 hours is just, you know, nothing brings us to our knees but this close call, said Commissioner O'Neill. Um, and, and it's true. I mean, and these departments actually have peer support stuff in place. Um, talking with one of our, our guys who does a bunch of our events and helps us out with everything, he said it's hard to talk to somebody when they're sitting across from you with a badge and a gun on. So it's not when it comes to peer support. It, it's almost like you're on the hot seat still, you know? Exactly. And and I think that they really should, you know, but here's the, the catch-22. Us as first responders and cop veterans and, and dispatchers and nurses, we don't like to talk to people who don't understand us. So it's hard. Who are we going to talk to? You know, who are we going to open up to? So it, it's almost like do we take, you know, the, the gun and the badge off and, and talk, you know, very candidly? But if you were to have a guy who's a peer support guy, and I, you know what, I don't like taking guns off any cop. I don't. I, I'm, it's a uniform. It's part of the uniform. But it's like almost, it, it's, it's just a double-edged sword. You know, it is. We're very, we're very personal people. We're very guarded people. And then just it's why we're so difficult to manage, I guess. Right? Exactly. So. And, you know, there was a study that was done, a survey of police across the country, and 78% experienced critical stress on the job, with 68% saying that the stress triggered unresolved emotional issues. Mm-hmm. So 16% said that they had thoughts of suicide. Yep. Which... Um, comes out to roughly nine out of ten officers that there's a stigma attached to seeking help. Yeah. Now keep in mind, NYPD has fifty-five thousand cops. Yeah. From bottom to top, fifty. That's huge. That's bigger than that's bigger than towns. I'll tell you right now, that's bigger than the state police. Probably lump sum that Middlesex County. Probably yeah. Yeah. With well, let's see, Middlesex County, fifty-six communities, right? Average, I say top end. What's Lowell have for, for cops? Probably uh, uh, maybe 1,800, if that. No, five, six hundred. State, 600, state police doesn't even have 1,800. All right, so, all right, so you're right. Maybe 20,000 cops. Oh, I don't know. We have to Google this. So if somebody knows, hey, shoot us off uh, an email with all the stats. Um, Podcast at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. Yeah, and, and we'll even give you credit for it. Oh, and then send us a patch because we'll put you on the Hall of Fame. Well, the Wall of Fame, right? Wall of Fame. Yeah, Wall of Fame. What's the newest patch All that we've seen that we're all over the place? Um... Los Angeles crash just came in. I was gonna say that one, and then uh, yeah, it might, it might be the uh, Amtrak ones. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, because we just completely jumped off the rails there. But yeah, fifty-five. So think about it: sixteen percent of fifty-five. That's huge. Ten percent, five thousand. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're trying to tell me that roughly hot, low ball? I'll give a thousand. Roughly a thousand cops at, in this department have thought of suicide. That's huge. Imagine that a thousand cops. That's like a high school graduating What's class. A More thousand. Yeah. I was going to say, my high school graduating class was 410. Oh, all right. Well, mine was bigger because I went to a regional school. But, oh. yeah, so think about it. All right. So think. That's three times, perhaps, almost three times more than high school graduating class is thought of suicide. Can you imagine that? Imagine if a whole high school class sat down and said, we've all thought of suicide. Imagine the outrage. Imagine how much care would be brought in for that. We'll even do this. Think of... Uh like the high school I graduated from, mm-hmm. figure four hundred a class, yep. and then it, we were the biggest class in f- two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So that was four ten, and then it dropped down for the last two years, and then it was another big class, the freshman class. Yeah. That's the entire high school. Yeah, if you think about it, imagine that. <clears throat> Just That's gone. Crazy. 
saying, yeah, we thought of suicide. There would be there would be counselors there. There would be programs started, everything. But like I said, I, I'm I'm just trying to give you and kind of the scope of and magnitude of this. That's 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 disturbing. Well, you know, but but it's also it shows empathy. It shows emotion. You know what I mean? And how many are going to act on it? You know what I mean? True. So I mean, most most people with post traumatic stress have thought it at one time. You know, in their in their low point. Not saying they'd never act on it, but obviously thought. How would life be if I wasn't here? Exactly. You know, so. And, you know, the other thing to think about, too, is how did they get this info? Was it a confidential survey? Was it something you put your name on? Mm-hmm. Um, remember those surveys that you did in high school? Have you ever taken drugs? Have you ever, oh, what yeah. time did you, yeah. like, drink? Well, that's done by, you know, the Massachusetts Education Board or whatever. Yeah. Everybody kind of just circles random answers because all they want to do is get it done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can at least say that most people do that. So nobody, yeah, there are a nobody, lot of you're you're just wasting my time with this. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I got it. So you know, I mean, those numbers may seem high, but at the same time, I think that still may seem low. I was gonna say I think it would be low too because we all know those guys that are like, nope, nothing bothers me. I'm, you know, I'm I'm armor and everything else. But so let, let me read you this quote, okay? That uh, O'Neill said. He said that they they sent a note home to all 55,000 officers and and civilian employees of the NYPD saying in part, before you can take care of others, it's imperative that you take care of yourselves. Seek help is never a sign of weakness. It's a sign of uh, great strength. So I've actually quoted Herbie Cody before, Lieutenant Cody, who I said was one of my best supervisors ever, who always said you have to take care of number one before you can take care of number two, which is so true. And once he said that to me and I started to realistically think about it, it actually helped my life a lot better. But, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys look at it, oh, wow, it's this. And then there's another survey, right? It says um, officers' deaths coming from News 4 highlighted. So this is actually coming out of Boston 10 News, but News 4 out of New York highlighted growing concerns among members of law enforcement regarding police suicides. An I-team survey of police across the country found 78%, 78%, experience critical stress in their job. Oh, yeah, of course. With 68% saying that the stress triggered unresolved emotional issues. And this is why I say we need to have an action plan for... The military has AARs, after-action reviews. Yep. I think everything that has some stressful situation to it should have an after-action review. Take the guy off the road at the end of the shift for an hour, sit down with them, do a debrief, yep. and, and see if there's any call for... And after action, you know, how can we do this better? What can we do better for you? What would have made it better for you? And how can we improve on this? You know, what what's an hour? So then what you went into the 16%. So, I mean, <clears throat> I think it's, it's great that New York P- uh, PD is, you know, throwing these in. But like I said... Boston PD's doing it, NYPD's doing it, Dallas PD's doing it. A lot of the, the a lot of police departments, the little local municipalities are doing it now too. Yeah. Which is great. But it's really now it's up to us as officers to not only look after ourselves, but to look after each other. You know, because we're all gonna know that guy who's too proud to get help. Oh yeah. You know, that's the guy who's taping up his ankle because it's broken. Yeah. You know, and then still showing up for work. So it's unbelievable. So positive stuff. Let's do some positive stuff. Let's do uh I'll spend let's see if I can find some positive music. Well, Want to find some positive music? Sure, we can find some positive music. Okay. But All right, let's see. I'm trying to think of some positive uh, stories. I oh oh no, I got positive stories, buddy. I got positive. Ready? Here's some positive music. Ready? Positive Here we music. Go. Ready? All 
All right, so I pause the music. I don't even know if this music fits the story, but I love this story. You sent this to me in the middle of the night one night, and I was like, I lost my mind. All right, so Bradley Putter Company, right? I'm not sure if they're veteran-owned, but I know that they made this putter for a Marine, and this putter is made out of one of Saddam Hussein's palace chairs. It's wood. This thing is gorgeous, one. But two, does this classify itself as a war trophy? War trophy is it's a federal crime to bring anything home from war that can be used as a trophy. I'm not, and I, I know it's not weapons, or I just, I don't know. And I know for a fact that I just didn't out Bradley Putter Company because if you found it, somebody else found it. You know what I mean? I, but somebody I, shared it. I think that when but, I saw. But I think that is great. I think it's awesome if you guys look at it. What's the link? It's the Bradley. Putter Company on yeah, Facebook, Bradley Cut- right? Putter Company on Facebook. They shared it on their page on June 26th. Oh, my God. At so, 10.44 in the morning. Nice. It says, this will forever be one of the craziest putters I've ever made. I met a guy in Bermuda who asked if I could make a putter out of a chair. Turns out that he was in the Marines and invaded Iraq. He raided the palace of Saddam Hussein and managed to sneak back the cushion of one of the chairs. Oh, crap. It is a war trophy. <laughs> It stayed on his wall for 16 years until he sent it my way. I first created a puck of weights and then upholstered the fabric over it with pleats and all. Then I glued wood from the rails to the top and the face and poured everything in clear acrylic. With a final gloss, this thing turned out perfectly. Now every time he plays golf, he's going to tell stories of his time saving the world from the butcher of Baghdad. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. How that, can you not love this? That's awesome. That's oh. just that's hands down awesome. And then to look at it, it's actually um, you know what I mean? Uh, like I'm not a golfer, but I can appreciate hard work and I can appreciate a fine piece of furniture. But this is crazy. I mean, cuz when you start looking at YouTube, you start seeing videos of people making things and you see how much effort and time and craftsmanship goes into things. And then you look at this thing and you're like, that's bad. That thing is awesome. Like Michael Jackson bad, like good. Not like not bad swear like you. But <laughs> and Jackson Putter Company for uh, those looking to look them up. Yeah, uh, they're out of Oregon. So wait, I thought it said. I think they're Oregon. No, no, you just said to me. Wait a second. No, I'm looking at it. It's not Jackson Putter Company. No, I didn't say Jackson Putter Company. You did. You said Jackson Putter Company you out of Oregon. Bra- didn't I say Bradley? No, you said Jackson. No. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, because it's the Bradley Putter. You know what? We're gonna to have to review this after. I'm not. I'm not rewinding now. But yeah. So, <laughs> I thought I said Bradley. No, no, no. You said Jackson. Maybe I'm like Jackson. Who knows? Are they out of Jackson Hole? No. Grant, <laughs> Grant's Pass. <laughs> <laughs> wrong general. Wrong president. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Bradley was a general. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on my game today. Like, what is going on? You're still in shock that you swore over the radio. Probably. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. What else we got there? We got uh we oh we have a happy birthday, right to our uh, biggest fan uh, Tyler uh, Ty he's um, twelve years old which is great so happy birthday Ty Ty's mom and dad are both police officers one's retired he actually just came to one of our recent events and we talked to him for a while and we did real we did. good real good kid uh, he's actually helping his mom with her service dog whiskey uh, which I know that that's kind of a recap because we've actually talked about that before we have we yeah. have we have yeah. and I still think done? Tyler's still the youngest listener yeah because Craigie's not really a listener if he if he contributes right no all right that's good uh, but you know what but Ty's more mature than 
Captain Rowdy. So I don't really know. <laughs> Matt will comment on that later. Yeah, he will. He will. And he'll have to come back on and defend himself. So let's talk about... Um, Just remember, my cruise was better. Yeah, it is true. It is true. <laughs> but you want to do a recap? What do we got coming up? Some events that we got what coming up. What do we have up? coming up? I mean, where would you like me to begin? Every Monday night, we're at Heritage... Uh, Yep, come ice down, cream yep, come down see right on the boulevard yeah bob howard's a very nice guy he's the the owner proprietor of heritage ice cream they've been there forever i will um, say it's very good ice cream very good food yes very good food lobster roll is amazing on, for, on point yeah because some lobster rolls have like big chunks of celery and too much mayo and all this other garbage in it but his isn't it's very simple and it's like clean and i, I like it I like sometimes he puts the butter on the side. I mean, it's fantastic. So, so funny story. We were there Monday. Matt came down with uh, Turbo. Turbo. Right? So I said to Matt, what do you want to eat? And he's like, oh, so he tells me. I go in and I order his chicken Caesar wrap, and then I order me um, a turkey BLT wrap, what's, right? What's he doing? Eating healthy? Yeah, he always eats healthy. You ever notice that? He's eat, like, we went to that beer place, and he got salmon. I'm not uh, sure if that's real... Yeah, we were at that place in... That's right. So I'm not sure if salmon from a beer place is healthy, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, he always... That's why he has that girly figure where you can wear those little short shorts <laughs> with. Um, Shorty short shorts. So I go in, and I pay, and I got my number. And while I'm waiting, I see them make it, and then they put him in the bag, and the lady calls the number. Before I could get my number out and look, a guy walks up with a, a receipt, throws it in the bag, goes, thanks, and leaves. They took my food. <laughs> Straight up, stole my bag of food and left. <laughs> and they had to remake my stuff. <laughs> the great thing is, is he's there every time. So next time I see him on this Monday night coming up, I'm going to say, hey, hey, how are my sandwiches? <laughs> you know, just check, I'm call him out on it. Either that when you notice he's getting up for his number, just go and grab his bag and just Yeah, well, up. I hope he ordered something good. <laughs> so, But you know what? He was either really, really pleased with what I ordered or really disappointed. So he, he could have been like, that chubby guy right there is probably a lobster roll guy, and I'm going to get two lobster rolls out of this, but no. So. Yeah, but the uh, it's a free concert series mm -hmm. and classic car night right at Heritage, right yep. on the uh, boulevard. So yeah. we're there from like 5.30 to, let's say, I, 8. Yeah, I usually get there around 5 now. I mean, I'm set up about 5.10. Yeah, but other than that, we leave at 8 after they pull the raffles. Uh, they have raffle baskets. They have um, You can buy 50-50s. You've won 50-50. I have. Let's see what else. But you meet a, a bunch of nice people. And I'm going to tell you, these are not hot rods. or These are not muscle cars or old cars that you see in a parking lot someplace. There's legitimately, there's a couple hundred thousand dollar cars easily there. A couple. I mean, there's one guy that brings like three cars. Oh, One so, for him, yep. one for his wife, yep. and one for one of his friends. Yeah. But we were there last week. Remember, know the guy with the 57 Chevy? Yes. That red one? Yes. It burnt to the ground on the way home. Uh, uh, what? Yeah. But the only positive thing about it was he brought a new one this week. And it was this sunburst orange. I actually tagged it on Instagram. Boyd Connington built 57 Chevy. It was a four-door. He converted it to a two-door. The frame you could eat off. The wheel wells you could eat off. It was, un it was ridiculous. I'm looking at this car. I'm like, this is like... Most ridiculous looking car I've ever. And not ridiculous as in like, you know, it doesn't look like a giant hot dog or anything. Like the wiener. It, it was ridiculous that it was so nice that you were like, I don't even. And the guy drives it. He had like paint necks on it and stuff. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't wow. let people even breathe on that thing if it was I'm mine. Kidding. Like, but I, I will say for any car enthusiasts mm -hmm. out there, stop by because some of you may think you may know everything about certain cars. Mm -hmm. Until you've met somebody who builds something from the ground up, yeah, 
Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike's Nova. So that's 64 Nova he built from the ground up. Yep. With two bare hands. It, yeah. It starts by pressing like three different buttons on his radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he has the 1980s low jack in it. That's yeah, why. Exactly. But but no, there's that. There's ch- there's something for everybody there that night. And that's Literally. also that's brought to you by One A Auto, um, Rick Green and his brother, and their father was there. We had his GTO. Yep. So and they were actually started by. They, two brothers started it. They actually started a catalog company after his father retired. The father used to do a GTO catalog back in the day. GTOs were huge. And then they just started, and it's been... Man, that story is a story you want to Google. Google A1... I'm just That's an American dream story right there. That's the... You know what I mean? That's the reason people come to this country, because they started with $15,000. They thought they were going to you know, collapse. They went on eBay, and now... I think it's... it's one, isn't it 1A Auto? 1A Auto. Didn't know yeah. what I said? No, you just said... Did A1. I say Jackson, or did I say Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, sorry. It's 1A Auto. Yeah, 1A Auto. They have the most uh, how-to video yeah. yep. on YouTube. Yeah, they, I mean, they're a great organization. Rick's a great guy. He's got his brother. He's got, you know, John McDonald, a friend of the organization, works for them, yeah. you know? So, yeah, so, but, I mean, it, all all walks of life go there. You, if No matter what it is, what you're your flavor of the week is when it comes to automobiles it's there so Absolutely. i would highly recommend it oh black and tan on the way home not the not the drink like at a bar but oh. yeah chocolate and, and vanilla frap oh so good isn't it a black and white whatever <laughs> <laughs> potato uh, potato 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 black and t- well no yeah no black and tans with coffee Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, chocolate and coffee. But yeah, no, Ooh. black and whites are, are good. Because I actually got a, a black and white for, for Craigie, and I got a black and tan for John. So oh. it was coffee. So, yeah. So I did, I just described the wrong thing at the right time. That makes sense? Yes. Kind of. Well, you're still with, with us. Uh, we probably lost you. But anyway. Um, uh, Tuesday nights. Yep. Tuesday nights. The uh, meditation of yoga. Oh, transcending. At the yeah. YMCA, 530. Which is a good time, too. And, and people usually, they don't trust us at first. Especially guys. Girls, they, they believe in yoga. Guys, they look at you kind of funny. But then when they go, they're like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about one of our friends who we're going to be helping out. We're going to try to get him in on the show to talk about his mission. Mr. David Ball. David's an Army veteran. He is a athlete. He likes to run. Guy's just amazing. Yeah, he likes to run. He does uh, swimming competitions. But David doesn't just... Everybody runs. Everybody does swimming competitions. But David goes above and beyond because he likes to honor... step. Yeah, he honors those we've lost in war, you know, in struggles here and abroad. And he wears a carrier plate. And he it's like 18 to 20-something pounds, depending. So he wears the carrier plate. And then he runs with the American flag, which is a flag of his friend who had uh, fallen. He had perished in South America. I think so, and, yeah. Yeah, in an automobile accident. Well, no, uh, a Humvee accident. So we'll have, we'll have uh, David come in and talk about it. But we're actually going to be sponsoring a kayak for him. He's recently started doing swimming events. But what happens is he tows a kayak. And in the kayak, he has three flags and, a, and his carrier plate and a helmet to signify that he's um, carrying the load of those lost. I think so, he has boots too, doesn't he? I'm not sure if there's boots in there or not, but I know that the Swim at the Mission, he actually, his kayak capsized because it, the kayak he used, it was a borrowed kayak. It wasn't conducive for what he was doing, but he he, he made do. He made it work. And there was it was very windy. There was a lot of boats that day, and it capsized, and he managed to save his, his buddy's flag in his carrier, but he lost a couple flags. Um... But yeah, no, he did. He did the swim and came across, and just look on people's faces when uh, 
when he came across with the empty kayak and you know everybody got it then it was just unbelievable so you know his mission's awesome we love him he's a great guy his wife bridget's a sweetheart she's right there with him she runs too so yeah we'll try to get him in here and he can talk about that but yeah we're going to try to purchase them some kayaks that are conducive to what he's doing so we can help him spread his mission other than that other than that i mean i know we have a cooking class coming up in august yeah we have another one um so and those fill up quick so follow us on facebook follow us on instagram too you'll see some of our great events with um without any words little words but still but our cooking program is it sells out quick it's 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 becoming very popular uh we have other organizations reaching out to us asking if we'll do it for them now August will be another one. Menu's been not being determined yet. We'll actually hook yeah. up with Chef Michelle and find out. So for some of the stuff coming up in August, uh, August 3rd, Saturday, this mm-hmm. upcoming weekend at Abel Ebenezer Brewing Company in Merrimack, New Hampshire. We've been invited up by the Bearded Sinners Beard Club of New Hampshire to partake in their event. Oh, that's um, cool. They lo- reach out to local veterans and first responder organizations that try to give back to the community so they reached out to us see if we'd like to come up and partake so i will be up there this weekend i think it's great that we're sending the clean shaven baby faced one of the group to this event yeah (laughs) i don't know if i'd be allowed to grow one out i don't know just saying do you think they would i don't know because oh for so i know for like november no no shave shave November. november i know we can yeah can you grow um, a beard though? Can I? Yeah, a little bit if I tried. Like Cra- Matt, Craigie points it out every time I don't yeah. shave. All right, because Matt, Matt struggles, struggles for the, yeah. the beard. So um, I don't know. I could probably try. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I shaved this morning and listen to this. Yeah. So I can grow a beard in three days. <laughs> uh, what What do you guys call me in the group chat? The wildebeest. Wildebeest. <laughs> All right. We have, we have a group chat that's going, and it's um, Captain Rowdy, Wilderbeast, Grumpy Smurf, yep. Matt's manager, and, and Dammit Janet. Janet. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's usually how we communicate with each other, where we're we, not aggravating the general public with our nonsense, and we, we bounce ideas off each other and just regurgitate absolute nonsense to each other so yeah you know we'll we'll talk about how those names came about yeah but, that's uh, another that's, that's another, another podcast story. when we have danielle matt and janice all yeah, here exactly uh but coming up in the rest of august saugus pd the cops and cars show we're going to be there at the uh, target and saugus on linfell's parkway um that's going to be a great event on it's sunday a the, huge event huge event they yep. i mean they have sponsors they have as far as i know 90 percent of that parking lot well, they right now I know that they just listed they're going to have the Dukes of Hazzard car. Yep. Right. General. Jurassic. I'm not sure if it's going to be the real general. I think it's probably just a replica of, of whatever. Jurassic Park Jeep. Oh, that's cool. Blue, the, the, wait, the Jeep or is it going to be the I'll, the I'll Ford Explorer from the first one? Uh, no, the Jeep. It's, oh, really? It's a Saugus police officer who bought a Jeep mm-hmm. um, that was set for destruction. Yeah. And refinished the entire thing this thing is to be the immaculate. jurassic park oh my god that's awesome i will show you a picture after but i know batman's gonna be there i just saw they posted that yep. um, um you're gonna have the thin blue line vet yep so check them out also mm-hmm. um he's gonna try to attempt to make it to our cornhole tournament we have a cornhole tournament oh you have no idea really so te- that sounds like a novel idea if you throw a barbecue into it that sounds like a really really good idea well scott <laughs> let me tell you something september 28th what? at the bilrica elk club in that Bil- sounds like an awesome date in bilrica massachusetts yep. um 
from 9.30 to, I think, about 4.30, maybe. Okay. You don't have to be there the entire day. So the backstory on why I keep saying that that's a great idea is somebody in another organization reached out to us, and it was like they were reading my flyer to us, and they were saying, this is what we want to do. We have this great idea. And they everything that was on the flyer, to include the date, is what they were pitching to us. Yeah. I'm like, you realize that that's what we're doing, and then told us that they were going to do it at an Elks at the town next to us. Little do they know that this takes months and months and months to organize, to like logistically plan and set up and get acts and everything else. And the guy was thinking he was going to pull it off in two weeks. So that's you know why what? my sarcasm level is very, very high. I wish them the best of luck. I do. I don't want anybody to fail, especially when the mission's to help first responders and veterans. But I just, originality is huge. So back but, to our cornhole tournament. Yeah, we we're going to have tournament. we're going to have hundreds of raffles like we did last year. Mm -hmm. um, we have live entertainment. We have touch of trucks. We have you know classic cars that are going to come out mm -hmm. and just that you can we'll have look the, at the kids zone. The kids zone will have activities, games, face painting. It'll have a jumpy house provided to us free of, co of cost from Maddie's Moon Bounce. That's right. Uh, Pat McCarthy is a police officer. He went to the academy with me. A great guy. Uh, what else we have coming on? We have, I know, John Dot Credit Union, one of our partners. They're bringing some stuff. Um, yeah. So there'll be giveaways. There'll be there'll be enough stuff for you to sit, watch your kids run around, and have did, a good time. And did I relax. mention that there's free food? <gasps> and there's free food. So yep, there'll be free hamburgers, free hot dogs. There'll be chips. There'll be free water, juice boxes. So yep. everything Ca is cash free. bar, cash bar. Yeah, cash bar. So unless we can get one of our partners to bring a uh, an ATM machine down. Maybe people can pull up, but I know that there's an ATM machine inside. However, you have to be a member to get inside, and it's kind of a hassle. I highly recommend that you bring cash, but the cash, like I said, the cash is for the bar because we, we're not paying for your alcohol. And if you want to buy raffles, but raffles you can actually purchase. With Venmo, with, PayPal, through credit our, cards. Yeah, through our app, and then just to play in the tournament. The tournament actually has a cash prize this year. It's last year, but it's, it's a little more. That's the only thing you're paying for. So other than that, like I said, we had families come down who's – they were involved in the cornhole tournament and then didn't realize it was a family day. And they actually called and remember that? Like, yeah. we just had a car full of families showing up and, you know, kids running around. Like, where'd they come from? And then eventually we saw that they were with the... Exactly. You know, yeah, so that was really cool. And a lot of them actually won prizes, which was they even did, better. Which is even better. Yeah, so... Because maybe, hopefully, they'll come back again. Yeah, exactly. And again and again. So, once again, our biggest fundraiser of the year, always looking for partnerships, uh, looking always for raffles, yep. giveaways, anything that we Baskets. could. And if you, you have know. an organization that's um, that can serve the police, fire, EMS, and veteran community, whether you have a service of massages or something, you know, come down. Let us know. We'll we can help you set up a tent, you know, and you can you can actually market yourself. But it's also helping our you know our demographic. So yeah. you know, reach out to us. Podcast at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. Yep. Did I do that right? right? You did? Way. All right. We, we just right. So he keeps on asking if he did it right because we just got new email addresses. We uh we canned the at gmail.com. It still works. It still works. For, for the backup. For the yeah, backup. We're trying to transition but we're trying to, to yeah, transition, transition to the new ones. Yeah, 2019 is here, folks, and here we are. <laughs> I mean, once again, we are only two years old mm -hmm. founded in 2017 so we're still working out the kinks and figuring out what works and what doesn't every day for us is trial effort really i mean it, yeah. and you know what the great thing is is like we we've been we've been imitated on a couple things which is flattering um i i i like the fact that we've actually gone and we've tested some stuff and we've failed on a couple things 
But if somebody can benefit from my mistakes, that's awesome. That's, Absolutely. That's the whole the whole name of the game. You know, if, you, if your friend falls because he did something stupid, you're not going to do it, right? Hopefully. Yeah, well. So learn from my mistakes, everybody. Some of us may not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now my hand's up. So. <laughs> what else you got? Yeah. Which half for today. Uh, us too. If you have any ideas for anything you want us to touch upon, let us know. Uh, we're open to suggestions. We're open to criticism. Be nice on the criticism, though. I'm very sensitive. Um, <laughs> we haven't we haven't partnered with any Kleenex companies yet, so that's on me. Why don't we wrap it up, blend it? So, Tyler, once again, happy birthday. Uh, I know you're listening out there, so thank you for being a loyal follower and listener of Hidden Battles. Yeah, we love Ty. He's a good kid. And I uh, hope to... You know what? I think maybe we should have him on the show eventually. We could. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to get his perspective. He could actually target our uh, younger audience to see, you know, he could talk about the pros and cons of having two parents and sorry, in law enforcement, you know? You know what? I think we need to make that work. Yeah, we'll reach out to you. Ty, email us. But he doesn't have to do that because I believe he has my phone number and he can just call me. Exactly. So, yeah, Ty, reach out to me, buddy. Let's, uh, let's get that going. We'll even come to you. Yeah, we can pick up and leave. Yeah, we'll leave. Perfect. Yeah. You know, we are ending the battle cast number 12. So uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, again, if you're feeling in crisis, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text 741-741. You can text BLUE, HELP. You can text. I, I zone, sorry. You talk. Can, uh, talk. I, uh, I see it. Look at it. So, I hit you with that. Yeah, no, it is because I was actually I was uh, getting the music lined up. But, yeah, so text BLUE, HELP. Talk. You could actually probably text anything. I'm gonna, you know, I don't want to try it because I, I don't, don't want to tie anybody up. No. Um, but you, you can text that to seven four one seven four one. That was pretty much it. Right? Well, my favorite three numbers. Oh, uh, that's Chris' favorite three favorite three numbers. Nine one one. So not to be confused if you're over the age of sixty. Four one one is for information. Nine one one is for emergencies. All right. So everybody, uh, stay safe. Thanks for listening and tuning in. And uh, check us out: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Our website. Yeah, not on Bumble, not on Grinder. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, all right. So, thanks a lot, everybody. Take care.